welcome to Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Amy. I'm Ashley. And today we have with us Chantel. Hello. The one, the only <laughs> guest that will come oh, on our yeah. podcast. <laughs> today our movie is Zombies, which I'm real excited about. Because <laughs> it's made by the same uh, production company as Sharknado. Oh yeah. Airplane vs. Volcano. Hell yeah. So many others. <laughs> Countless others. Oh my god. They make, like, a lot of the same type of movies. Bad. Is that the type you're going bad to Bad animal disaster movies? Oh yeah. And if you couldn't tell by the title, um, Zombies is a mix between the words zombie and, and zoo. zoo. So I bet you can tell what this one's going to be about. Oh, it's zombie animals. Doesn't it also sound like those little, like, plastic toys that kids play with? Zombies? Zombies? Was it like there's a? It's not. It sounds like zombies. I don't. I don't remember. This sounds like a '90s toy. Yeah. This sounds like not something they were. But um, let's start with. Do we have any zoo experiences that are memorable? I guess. Yeah. I don't actually. Chantel doesn't. <laughs> Ashley and I are looking at each other. You want to do a rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Wait, are we, we sure? Okay, you know what? You go first because we didn't plan that right. <laughs> All right. Um, so I lost a child at the zoo. That is my zoo experience. I mean, I love the zoo. Like, I go there... All the, I love the zoo. I used to go there all the time during, like, elementary school and high school and everything. Um, and we had a zoo that was fairly close to us it's just the zoo in our city <laughs> but they take us there on a lot of field trips and stuff in elementary school so I used to work as a camp counselor um and we took the little kids on a field trip to the zoo near the end of when I was working I worked for just one summer there and then I quit because <laughs> this experience was so like haunting can we just clarify you say you lost a child yes. you don't mean Dead lost. <laughs> like, like they ran away, right? Just want to make this clear. Just clarifying. We we lost them. I was going to say in the physical sense, but that also could mean that spiritually, <laughs> emotionally, emotionally, <laughs> metaphorically. So um, we're at the zoo, and for for the most of this summer, I have been paired with the older kids, like ten to twelve ish, who were. Angels! They were so nice. They were so good the whole time. Older kids are phenomenal to work with. But for the last week, I can't remember if, like, the, one of the other counselors was, like, sick or, like, she hadn't gotten the older kids, so she, like, wanted the, to have the older kids for the last week or something. Um, so I got the little four to five-year-olds for the cute. very <laughs> last week. Cute! Yes! But also hard to deal with. <laughs> um... The other field trips we gone on, it was all like chill places. Like we went to the water park that was like That's across the street. <laughs> we went to the movies. Um, watched Planes Two. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> That's a lie. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen. It, so. And then for the last week, which I had the smallest little kids, before we went to the zoo, which is massive and uh, easy to get lost in. So uh, we were near like the penguin exhibit and we have to do head counts every once in a while to be like, oh, make sure everyone's there. Um, but they weren't at the penguin uh, place. <laughs> you look in the penguin cage. James! <laughs> <laughs> so one of the kids was missing. His name was James. <laughs> okay. Um, And we were like looking all over for him. And the thing about the 
little kids is they don't know how to be discreet. So I had sort of said to them, like, we have to backtrack, we have to retrace our steps because uh, James, whatever, like, he, why, why he's not here. But the little kids were just, like, yelling to anyone they would hear. They're like, have you seen James? We lost James. I'm like, shut up, you can get me fired. <laughs> James is dead. <laughs> you threw him in the lion's den. Chilling oh. with the penguins. Chilling with the penguins. <laughs> oh, my God. So we were, like, just running all over the zoo trying to find this James kid, and eventually we got back to the entrance of the zoo. We were waiting there for, like, 10 minutes or something. My supervisor came by. He's like, what happened? And I'm like, I lost a kid. Nothing's <laughs> up, man. What was up with you? <laughs> and then, like, 10 minutes later, another counselor from a different camp who was also happened to be in the zoo, came over. She was wearing, like, a different colored t-shirt or whatever, because we had to wear green for, like, staff or whatever. She was wearing, like, blue or orange or something. And uh, she was like, oh, is this kid yours? He says he goes to your camp. And I'm like, yeah, you saved my job, girl. <laughs> but um, also, the little kids were very um, vocal about <laughs> me having lost the kid. <laughs> they were like, she lost the kid! She lost the kid! <laughs> So uh, we finally found the kid, but I promptly quit because <laughs> oh that God. was the last week and I did not go back to work for that camp what? afterwards because I don't want to face those people. <laughs> I have a kid story too. <laughs> oh no. I'm going to tell it instead of my zoo story. My zoo story is just sad. My zoo story is just I got a, a slushy, blue slushy spilled on my lap oh, at the zoo no. during a field trip. And I couldn't go home early because the bus was going to come in like three hours. <laughs> So I have to walk around, like, smelling like slushy and with slushy in my underwear. Oh. Anyways, my kid's story is that I worked at this camp, at this historical house, for, uh, like, a week. It was just a week. <laughs> and then, I don't know why they planned it like this, but on Thursday of that week, the Monday to Friday week, was the, the supervisor check-in day. So she's like, oh, if you have any problems... Then just talk to me on Thursday, because I'm going to be here Thursday, which is a little bit late in the game if you <laughs> yeah. have problems. There was this one kid. They were around the same age. I think they were six or seven, six to eight or something. And there's one kid. Let's call her Ping. Okay. Which may or may not have been her real name. <laughs> let's, let's call her Ping. She liked to... I was a volunteer, but there were, like, actual camp counselors who are, mm -hmm. like, real adults there. She liked, Ping liked to go around and slap the ass <laughs> of every volunteer who worked there, what? including me. Oh. So on Thursday, I didn't know that she did that to everyone. <laughs> so on Thursday, we were all, like, in this group circle at lunch, talking to our supervisor, volunteer coordinator, and I was like, she was like, oh, do you have any problems? And I was like, yeah, this kid, Ping. <laughs> She's been slapping my ass all <laughs> And then literally everyone in the room said, Me too! So, oh my god! Yeah, on Thursday, they talked to her. On Friday, I got another slap! Oh. <laughs> so I guess I didn't get through to her. So. Did you slap me like really hard? She slapped me enough to get my attention. <laughs> enough to be like, Oh, you gotta buy me dinner first. Like, like you know what I mean? It was like, and she she always like snuck up behind you, so you did. She you never knew she was there. I just thought it'd be like walking down the hallway, or like leaning over to get a drink at the fountain. She'd be like, Whoa. <laughs> oh my I'd be like, okay, <laughs> oh hey Ping, oh hey Ping. 
How, how old Could recognize she? her by touch alone. Oh uh, she was God. like six, seven, eight, around there. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she kids was, are great. She never touched the actual counselors, though. Because uh. she was smart. <laughs> but you know what? She got us real good. <laughs> See, that's how they get you. If you touch any of the counselors, it's like, oh, you got it. You got to talk about over, that. buddy. But that's the like, Oh, ping. <laughs> oh, ping. We got a not public thing. Oh my god, that was wild. Well, that was the <laughs> only time I worked at a camp. It's a great like story though. Mm-hmm. Everyone collectively, me too. <laughs> well, the kid in this movie who was who was at a zoo. Yeah, like my kid did not get lost, but did have a bunch of did not slap anyone's ass. <laughs> slap anyone's ass. But she did kill something. She did. She <laughs> killed a koala with her bare ass hands. Well, she had. Did oh, she have like a bat? baseball bat or something? She's like a hard ass. <laughs> a hard, her mom useless, but she was a hard ass. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen the movie Zombies, critically acclaimed hit feature film, mm-hmm. then uh, we have a summary here, and we're gonna go through it scene by scene. We're gonna break it down. We're gonna roast it. We're gonna toast it. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Beware spoilers, by the way, in case you didn't get that. We're going to be going over the whole movie in depth. Um, so we hope you enjoy. Okay, so I have a summary from IMDb, and it says, When a strange virus quickly spreads through a safari park and turns all the zoo animals undead, those left in the park must stop the creatures before they escape and zombify the whole city. Mm-hmm. It sounds mm-hmm. interesting, right? It sounds like the type of movie that this production company would make. Exactly. <laughs> nailed it. But did any people that, like, I don't think anyone that died in the movie actually came back alive, did they? No. It was right? animals. Yeah. Right? There was also no, like, origin of where this virus came from. I have some notes on the science yeah. of this later. <laughs> First, let's get into our, our drinking game mm-hmm. that we have every episode. So every episode, we, we have a different uh, quality drink. A special concoction. That we... Um, made just for you. Suggest <laughs> to you. We recommend. And we have little, like, follow-along kind of things that you can drink to in the movie. Um, the majority of them will be for if you want to watch the movie, which I would suggest watching the movie before. Like, watch the movie, then come back it's to the podcast. It's a lot less complicated. If you care about spoilers. If you don't care about spoilers for zombies. Then we're just gonna yell out drink at random intervals. Yeah. So, so this drink, tell us about it. What's it called? It's called the zombie. Hell yeah. <laughs> you had any questions about why I chose this one? And uh, you need white rum, gold rum, Dark rum. That's a lot of rum. That's a lot of rum. <laughs> Apricot brandy, pineapple juice, and papaya juice. And grenadine. That's optional. And ice. <laughs> so uh, you fill a shaker with ice, add 50 milliliters white rum, 50 golden, 50 dark, uh, 50 apricot brandy, pineapple juice, and papaya juice. Shake well and pour into a zombie glass. A zombie glass? <laughs> That's, it says zombie glass in quotes. <laughs> oh, wow. And this is over ice, and you can add a dash of grenadine. A dash. <laughs> a dash. Yeah. A little salt bay over it. So we also have things to drink, too. But we, we recommend taking, like, a sip, because mm-hmm. these happen a lot. Or pick a couple of them, like two or three, and then drink when those happen. Mm-hmm. Whichever one sounded the most intriguing to you. Okay, so you have some, I have some. Yeah. Wanna, we can go back and forth. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, The first one I have is, you could just do this one alone. <laughs> just, <laughs> just do this one, and 
and you don't have to do any of the other ones. And that's just when someone dies in this movie. Oh, I had that one too. Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, every time anyone loses a piece of clothing. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which happens a lot, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, the next one we have is whenever the parrot repeats someone. Okay, I have every time you see a little plastic animal toy figurine oh. in the office. Interesting. Um, I have when someone dies that we don't know and they mention their name. So this happens quite a bit <laughs> in the movie where um, you'll come across a character um, who's like on the floor dying slash dead and another character will be like, oh my god, Robin's dead. And that's You're like, like the Who's first Robin? <laughs> Robin, we never met him. Like, you don't need to come up with a name for every character that has died, but they do. <laughs> There's like a whole bunch of scenes That's where they just come up with names <laughs> for people. Like, oh my god, Kevin's dead. Fred's like, dead. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have every time you see Ellen on the phone, Ellen being a blonde <laughs> mom. Lady, yeah. there's a lot of just like intercuts of her just being on the phone whining. That's kind of all she does. That's all she movie. does. I didn't even get her name though. They kind of don't mention anyone's name except for the people that die when they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Ellen is dead." <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, that's all I have. Did you have any more? Uh, I have every time she mentions her grandfather, too. Mm. It's like maybe twice, but mm. it's, that's it's like annoying. A, it's a topper. Because <laughs> yeah, I have a fun fact <laughs> that we're going to pull out. Hell yeah. Now or later? Yeah, let's do it now. Now? Okay. So I was looking at the IMDb trivia, and um, it says this is intended to be a fan sequel to Jurassic Park. <laughs> And that Dr. Ellen Rogers, who's kind of the main lady, but she's also so useless. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be the granddaughter of Hammond, played by Richard Attenborough in Jurassic Park. But... I have a question I about have that. many. You go first. <laughs> so, in the first Jurassic Park movie, um, the little blonde girl in that movie is the granddaughter yeah! of Hammond. It's so... so... <laughs> is Ellen in this movie, like, a different granddaughter? Or is that supposed to be her grown-up? Pretty sure her name wasn't Ellen. <laughs> in Jurassic Park. Fairly sure. Waste the ball. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think you can just, like, put your movie into the franchise <laughs> canon like that. Yeah. I don't think it works like that. I don't think Spielberg <laughs> even knows this movie exists, to be honest. Oh my goodness. No sense, really. Couple issues with that, but okay. okay. If, you, if That's what okay. you think. If you want to compare your movie to the actually critically <laughs> claims Jurassic Park <laughs> be my guest so the movie starts off with this strange advertisement for the zoo that, we're, that <laughs> takes place during this whole movie I know Chantel loves it oh. Oh, <laughs> can yeah. I recreate it yeah, yeah, do yeah. It. Eden <laughs> Eden Eden wow <laughs> thank you that was a perfect <laughs> oh recreation oh the place is called Eden oh, yeah. by the way <laughs> Casey didn't get that yeah, it's just this, like, this opening video is, like, the <laughs> worst graphics. <laughs> like, it looks like something they might actually have as a commercial. Yeah. Right. It looks like an African Lion Safari <laughs> commercial, so I gotta give them props. But, like, you know those commercials slash every DVD they showed us in elementary school in mm -hmm. the early 2000s? Oh, it's, yeah. like, that kind of graphics and, like, slide transitions yeah. that they had. Yeah, it's, Ooh. like, especially <laughs> the credits in the movie. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. So, so it starts off with this kind of advertisement thing of, is it Ellen that's in the beginning? Yeah. Saying the stuff in the advertisement? It's just me. Does she look fake in that movie? She looked like she was wearing like contacts, but her eyes were just oh, like really? so piercing. She was looked just a little me? off to me. She looked like a punk of 
Barbie or something. <laughs> oh, I no. thought she was really um like she was about to like run a political campaign so because of like the like the top she was wearing. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so accurate. <laughs> Painted a nice picture for us. Mm-hmm. So then we got to the actual zoo. We're done with the weird infomercial at the beginning. <laughs> then the movie actually starts off with this like typical um, zombie intro. <laughs> Where um, there's this security guard bringing in, like, a little capuchin monkey into a lab. And there's two doctors working on a different monkey where, like, there's something wrong with him. Um, But they can't save him in time and the monkey they're working on dies. And the other monkeys that are in cages around them start going, like, berserk. So, (laughs) for some reason. Well, we know the reason. Yeah. they're turning into zombies. And can I add that, like, when they were trying to, like, resuscitate... Resuscitate? (laughs) The monkey was, like, really, really dramatic. Like, it was, like, back and forth and, like, really quick pace. Oh, yeah. my God. That's CGI, though. Yeah. This whole movie was just, like, oh, super extra And, like, shouldn't the monkey be, like, strapped down or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Also, the, uh, the doctor is, like, he, it was him and, like, a nurse or something. The nurse is like, you can't give him that vaccination. That's against protocol. He's like, fuck protocol. <laughs> and he just gives it anyway. Like a good doctor. Like a good doctor. <laughs> what? Oh, anyway. <laughs> So the dead monkey, the one that just died on their little mini operating table, um, comes back to life. Um, (laughs) It like knocks over a shelf and the shelf squashes the security guy. (laughs) Oh, and the woman screamed like he died from that. (laughs) Um, Didn't look that heavy, to be honest. Just a regular (laughs) shelf. He saw it coming. He was like actively watching it fall on him. I mean, the fact that a small little monkey knocked it over... (laughs) Should probably mean that it's not all that hard to move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I love the cut when, like, the monkey was still on the table, and then the next one, you're like, oh, where did it go? <laughs> and they can't find it. Yeah, it was, like, not a big lab. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then that monkey just, like, eats the doctor's face, and there's, like, blood squirting Doesn't everywhere. The mo- okay, the monkey, like, rips out his eyeballs <laughs> and yeah. throws it at someone. <laughs> Which, okay, savage. That's savage. a little extra. That's... <laughs> Yeah. So that was like the typical mandatory um, zombie intro. <laughs> We're like, got to establish that there's zombies in this movie yeah. before we get to the actual character. Did someone actually die in that one? In that scene? In this scene, like everybody died. Yeah. The, well, when we see them, the, the next the doctor, right? Okay, so drink. There, <laughs> the security guard is dead from a shelf it, fall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. Sidetracked. Sorry, just sort of little <laughs> tangent. Ahead, that just reminds me, I don't know if you ever played The Sims 3, but there's yeah. this one way that you could die if you had the university expansion pack, <laughs> which by the way, that was like my favorite thing to do in The Sims 3 was kill off all my Sims. <laughs> because you could get different colored ghosts for different ways they die. Oh my god. So I was like, like you couldn't just like drown all of them, because then you'd have boring blue ghosts for everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> You have to have, like, interesting rainbow-colored ghosts. Oh, my God. He's my gay ghost. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, the only way that you could get a red ghost, which was really cool looking. It was red. (laughs) my favorite color. (laughs) So, I really wanted a red ghost, but the only way that you could die from, or to get a red ghost by by death, (laughs) um, is to have one of those, um, you know those folding beds where, like, they're in the wall? Oh, yeah, yeah, And then you can sort of fold them down. Murphy bed or something? Yeah. Um, if one of those falls on top of you, or if a vending machine falls on top of you. So I was just thinking, like, while watching this movie, I'm like, oh, he's gonna have a red ghost. (laughs) 
little tangent there. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> me trying to get my two dollars back from the movies. Um, then we actually meet the majority of the characters in this movie. So there's um, a quick scene where we're on a tour bus, sort of, where the um, lady from the beginning, Ellen, supposedly <laughs> Hammond's whatever. granddaughter, or yeah. whatever, um, is giving a quick tour to these university interns. students who are going to be interns at the zoo. Um, so we sort of meet the different sort of typical personalities. There's like, you know, the teenager and the really enthusiastic guy and, and the, the rich looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like breakfast club. Yeah. All of us are a princess, a jock, a weirdo. Oh, and the, like the snotty girl that doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And can oh, I just yeah. add that she was dressed really weird, like she was in the 80s, like, like yeah. the, the scrunchie at the side ponytail. I was kind of, I wasn't really sure when this movie was supposed to take place, because this, like, snotty girl was dressed like she was in the 80s, right? Yeah. She had, like, a side ponytail with a scrunchie. <laughs> like, she was dressed in all super bright colors, like an 80s workout yeah. and stuff. And then there's this other security lady that we meet later on uh-huh. oh, who yeah. has like one of those 90s hair wraps. You know, ever oh, like, like yeah. Jenna Marbles has a video where yeah. she like made herself oh, one. Can I just add with that, like what's her name of that character? Security, <laughs> the security lady girl? Yeah. yeah. Lizzie. Lizzie? Yeah, okay. I have no memory. I like noticed that like while her and all the other characters slowly had less clothes <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> she becomes Laura Croft. Yeah. Oh my god, that was my yeah, first right? right? on her. Oh my god. And she, and she had the accent yeah. and everything yeah. and oh the my god. <laughs> She looks just like Laura Croft. I, oh my god, I was thinking that too. Yeah, oh, oh. my god. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you all noticed. Yeah. That. By the oh. way, let me just cut mm. in the granddaughter from Jurassic Park, the OG. Yeah. Her name was Lex. It wasn't Alan. <laughs> Do your fucking research if you're gonna put your characters in this franchise. Oh my yeah, god. So her name is Lex. So she either like secretly had another sibling, it's her cousin of an unknown uh-huh. parent, or, or she changed her name yeah. because she didn't like Lex. <laughs> One of these options. Ooh. Must be Who knows? <laughs> um, we also find out here that the um, John Hammond's granddaughter. <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. Um, she has her daughter there because something about the babysitter canceled or whatever. Yeah, she so. said this line like, babysitter called in sick, perks of being a single mother, and then it pans <laughs> over to the rest of the interns. No one's fucking listening. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's even looking at her. None of these interns give a shit. <laughs> Why do all of the interns seem like they're individually in a different movie. Like, we have the Mark Croft. Yeah. We have the 80s girl. Mm -hmm. The dude who ends up in the aviary. Yeah, super enthusiastic Hawaiian shirt guy. He seems like Tom Hanks in Baby (laughs) because he seems like a little kid trapped in an adult body where he doesn't know what to do with himself. And I'm like, what what movie are you in? (laughs) Oh my god, are we going to see the birds? Are we going to see the birds? He's wearing this, like, obnoxious Hawaiian shirt. Oh, and there's, like, the jock guy with, like, the the sleeveless and the short shorts and the socks with the shoes. With, like, the super long blonde hair. It looks like Michael Sarah and Juno. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh. There's also um uh, like Mr. Professional. He was like wearing a suit, suit and, and tie. tie the whole time. Mr. Rich Boy. Yeah. And they all looked way too old. Oh yeah. yeah. I was very confused <laughs> when they said, Oh, what college do you go to or whatever? Like, I'm like, PhD? you look like twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like masters? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. not an undergrad. Um so we've kind of met the majority of the characters here. We mm-hmm. met the interns, we know um Ellen and her daughter. And then they sort of start to break off where the interns get paired with an employee 
Um, so, like, Hawaiian shirt guy goes off to the aviary, which is the mm-hmm. bird sanction place. The Lara Croft <laughs> goes <laughs> off with the security people, etc. And the um, professional guy is stuck with Ellen. Yeah. Suit and tie guy. <laughs> oh, his name is Gage. Never heard that before. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure they never the mentioned it. Um, and the 80s girl. Um, Amber. Amber. Mm. I did hear that name. They mentioned that at least once. Yeah. Oh, because they kind of mm. have, a, like, they do a thing where she they, she and the suit guy have a thing or something like yeah. that. Yeah. They kind and, of hinted and at after that. after they come off the bus, it makes it seem like they know each other, but yeah. I thought they just met on the bus. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden, she's, like, talking about how she's doing community service, uh, and she's like, if Gage finds out, blah, 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 and I'm like, and he who cares? Called, he called her, like, a young Republican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this okay? You're both here. That's just a strange way to greet someone, like, oh, yeah, hey, hey, you conservative. Hey, you <laughs> oh, <liberal>. Democrat. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. okay, sure. Sure. What's up, know. my NDP friend? <laughs> uh, What? <laughs> Um, so 80s girl gets paired with the, uh, animal feeder, I think. He, they're at the warthog pen right now. Yeah. Um, and there's this sort of strange exchange between 80s girl Amber and warthog feeder. Is he the guy that looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo grown up? (laughs) Uh, so he asks sort of the the group of interns and people around him, uh, does anyone, uh, want to help me get in the pin, um, in the pen to, um, feed the warthogs? And then the 80s girl is, like, sarcastically, like, oh, pick me, I'll do it. But then she actually does it. she actually does it. (laughs) They have this exchange where he kind of looks at her, and he's like, you don't look like the kind of girl who likes to get dirty. And then her reply is so savage. (laughs) She's like, you don't look like the guy who's ever seen a girl get dirty. (laughs) Oh, girl, roast him. (laughs) Oh, that was a great (laughs) Then we have a cut to the gorilla pen, which is where the Michael Sarah-esque character, uh-huh. the jock guy with long blonde hair. <laughs> he gets paired with the gorilla take care of her, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, this is where the little girl sort of runs up to the gorilla pen because her best friend is the gorilla. Kifo. Kifo, the fake gorilla. <laughs> I was like in tears <laughs> laughing when we first meet the gorilla because they sort of mentioned like, oh, like this little lead up of like, oh, we're going to meet this gorilla. The gr- gorilla is my daughter, Ellen daughter's um best friend they've known each other forever whatever and it's like the only gorilla of its kind <laughs> yeah. or something and then we actually see the gorilla <laughs> and it's just like this short guy in a gorilla <laughs> really bad gorilla costume and you're like oh. but the thing is that like they got animals for every other animal except the gorilla who's just like so obviously a guy in a mask like well, it's just this and, and the cgi and the cgi yeah once the yeah. gorilla spoilers turns into a zombie he has some <laughs> bad cgi on his fake body i have a fun fact about kifo the gorilla yes. so originally he was gonna name be named kipo but the writers couldn't decide if that name was from something else oh. in the 21st century where google exists <laughs> They didn't, they couldn't look oh, up wow. whether the name was from something else. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Either way, they're both kind of stupid names. <laughs> um, and this is where, we were kind of talking about this before we started the podcast, but they have this um, exchange where the girl is, like, making faces with the gorilla or whatever, and then the mom goes up to the little girl, and she's like, it's time to go, honey. It's the gorilla's bedtime. <laughs> it's like two in the afternoon. <laughs> it's like noon. <laughs> I'm sort of, like, looking at the screen, like, is 
sure? You're nocturnal? Like, um, <laughs> what? Oh, and is that, uh, that's also the scene where Ellen says, it's a zoo, not Jurassic Park. Oh or is that the next one? Hey, she says that. And, okay, I have a question. Since they wanted this to be in the Jurassic Park universe, does Jurassic Park in this universe exist as a movie or as Ooh, the oh, park? Oh, the Jurassic Park of Earth. The JP Verse. Yeah. <laughs> the JPV. Yay. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a good question though, because she does directly mention it. Like you said. Yeah. She was like, this isn't Jurassic Park once like they sort of sort of um discover that there are zombie animals on the loose. She's like, Oh be careful, it's not Jurassic Park or whatever. So is that because she's seen the movie or because she was in the Jurassic Park? Because I feel like if she's seen the movie, she would know what not to do. But wait, also <laughs> if it was a real park, she would know what not, not to do. To do. <laughs> so, I don't know, these burning questions. Yeah. stayed up all night yesterday just thinking about this. Oh yeah, and I think this is also the scene where they meet that other caretaker guy. That kind of looked like Owen Wilson, but if they put him oh. in like big nerd classes. Oh, <laughs> Owen Wilson! Oh, yeah, the shiny <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was the Kifo uh, caretaker. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. Is that right? He okay. was the gorilla guy. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we are going to go visit the security people, which is where Lara Croft is paired with. Um, so this is where they're sort of like talking and looking around security and whatever, and then an alarm goes off. Um, so they're sort of looking around the zoo trying to figure out what's wrong, and they get to the lab from the beginning of the movie. Um, they find the bloody doctor from the beginning of the movie that like got mauled. And it's that thing with the hand, bloody handprint on the door window. Oh, classic. Classic. And he's like, don't come in here. But they're like, what's wrong with this lock? I know, he's literally, like, they're, like, looking around trying to, like, see what's wrong in the lab. And then, like, through this small little square window on a door, you see, like, like the hand, hand print <laughs> on the window and it's like dragging down it's all bloody um and then they're like whoa better go in there <laughs> and then the guy the the doctor who has his hand pressed against the window he's like pushing against the door so that the with the security people of his strength yeah, so the security people can't come in he's like don't come in the security people are like what fuck what that what's wrong bro <laughs> so they whatever make their way in um <laughs> And of course, because uh, it's they like forced their way inside. Yeah, murder, this... blood, monkeys. <laughs> My favorite part about like when they were panning into the room is you see like the bloody, bloody handprints, but they're kind of just like it's kind of like people. They just have people in the production like just put their hands on like straight lines on yeah. the wall. <laughs> That was really funny. So much production value. I love the production. Like, it was a really good calculator, Matt. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, of course, since they burst in, the door is now wide open. Half of the monkeys escaped with their zombie virus. Um, so they attack them. They're, like, trying to stop the monkeys from going out, but some of them escape. So then they decide to lock down the zoo so they can track down the monkeys so that they can, you know, stop the, the virus from spreading. Yeah, they kill some monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Does that count as a drink? I don't think so. Whatever. Just, just drink when people die. Yeah. I think with animals, that'd be it's kind of much. overkill. I think they kill literally all of the animals <laughs> in this so. It's like, have you seen that vine of the, um, the lady that's, like, on a cooking show? And she's like, you, you just pour two shots of vodka. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> like, she pours, like, half the bottle. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> 
Um, so then we're at the warthog pen again, um, which is where the warthog Amber. feeder and Amber, the 80s girl, are. Um, so they see the monkeys sort of in the trees, and the monkeys start to attack the people. Um, and then, um, I had a question about this next part, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So after the monkeys attack them, they kind of hear a noise from the trees, and giraffes come out of them? Oh, hold on, hold on. the whole thing before that. They, they were being attacked by the warthog, and then ah, they, had, they yes. were in a shack. And their solution was to climb through the straw roof <laughs> of the shack mm. into the trees. Yes. So Where monkeys can get you. Yeah. <laughs> so they just like had... Okay. First of all, why do all the animals have the same noise in this movie when they're zombified? Yes. Because like literally you never know what's going to happen. They all sound like... <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about that. When the giraffes come through the trees, they like... They're roaring? Yeah. Like a, like a I don't think they make that sound. I think giraffes roar. Oh, can I dude. just get back yeah. to the point before? Um, when they were like at the lab and they're at with the doctor, doesn't like one of the monkeys like burst from his chest or something? Yes, I, like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what, was it like inside him? Or was it like like what happened exactly? <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was like behind him and it was like punching through his chest, or yeah. if it was like. The easiest route <laughs> from A to B is straight through. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I thought it, like, I don't know. And that's, like, inside. Never, like, that, like, never <laughs> happens, and it's, like, not explained. That's not yeah. ever. That's a strong-ass monkey, though. Like, it's like a small monkey, though. Maybe, like, crawled down his throat. <laughs> I'm fairly sure. Like, slither. <laughs> like, a slip and slide. <laughs> but, like, a full human could not punch a hole in a person. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can punch someone really hard that and mess them like up. That was like a tiny ass monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, monkey. A, that's how Houdini died. Someone punched a hole through his stomach. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Classic Houdini jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, these giraffes come through the trees, and they're roaring like lions. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, the lion's coming? Nah, it's the truth. <laughs> So here's where I had some more issues slash questions about how this virus works. Now, I think maybe I'll save this towards the end because mm-hmm. it's sort of a bigger discussion about oh, yeah. zombies in general <laughs> and how these work. But um, we'll come back to this when we start to talk about okay. zombies. But um, giraffes are herbivores, yes? Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm just, does the zombie virus, like, make them carnivores or huh. I mean I guess it has to right if they're right. like or there's like a later point in the movie where the girls like you know maybe they just don't want us here like maybe not uh, maybe not that they're carnivores maybe they just want to kill the humans I don't know. yeah okay. <laughs> it's like okay and the human vegetarian <laughs> got bit by a zombie yeah I was wondering that like they'd be like Eating your neck? And, <laughs> like, taking I mean, chunks out of you? Because I feel like in most zombie movies, like, there's, okay, there's, like, a whole thing with zombies where there's, like, different versions of yeah, zombies. Yeah. And, like, every movie it's different, whether it's, like, you have to die and come back to life or if it's, like, a virus or if it's a bacteria mm-hmm. and it's sort of every movie zombies affect people and I guess in this case animals differently. And not people at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking that same thing. Like, if a zombie attacked or bit, whatever, um, a vegetarian slash vegan, whatever, <laughs> human, would they still be carnivorous? And I assume yes. I can't because... eat eggs, I can't eat fish, <laughs> and I can't eat humans, so. <laughs> oh <my God>. um, 
zombie, zombie goes up to a person, they see they're like made of meat. They're like, gonna go find some plants. You said that blood? Can I that out? But I mean, like, most zombies, like, in the genre, they do eat, like, human flesh. I don't yeah, think there has the ever been a zombie movie where they had vegetarians. Can we make that? We yeah. have Can we make, like, Shaun of the Dead, but with vegetarians? Because I think that, like, for the majority of zombie movies, the way that the zombie virus, quote-unquote, um, affects the humans is it sort of takes them back to their most animal instincts. So, like vegetarianism, I guess, is more of, like, a choice. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, like, you have some sort of, like, disease or whatever. Or allergies. Or, or, or allergies like or something. But for the most part, if you don't want to eat meat, that's a human choice to make. But humans need meat to survive. Nothing against vegetarianism. If you want to be a vegetarian, go for it. Um, but I feel like the root of us, like, if they, we, if we were to sort of take away the humanity in our brain, which I feel like is what most of the zombie viruses do. They sort of switch off the humanity button or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> is they sort of make us into animals in a way where we sort of can only think with our mouths. You know what I mean? Like, we need to attack, we need to eat, yeah, survive, totally, and to cook. That totally true. makes sense, because, like, I mean, we are, like, omnivores, right? Yeah. And, like, we were, like, way back, like, hunters and mm-hmm. gatherers. So that makes sense. So my question was with the giraffes, who are naturally herbivores, <laughs> yeah. if you took away their ability to think rationally, that would just make them still herbivores? Or would it, like, put something in their brain that would make them want I really credit <laughs> these trees, man! <laughs> Give me those leaves! I love these leaves! But the thing is that, like, <clears throat> carnivore bodies and digestive systems work differently than Versus yeah. herbivores yeah. are different. They can't digest the same things the same way. So I just have a question about how that would work. You know what I mean? Like if a giraffe started eating meat, even if it was a zombie, I feel like it would just get like super sick and die. You know what I mean? Like the the, oh, the whole yeah. reason why mad cow disease came to be was because they were feeding dead cows to cows. And cows can't eat dead themselves. Cows. You know what I mean? So yes. they created a disease. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I think none of the animals in the movie actually, like, ate the humans, right? They just, like, attacked them, That's, right? I don't even I'm know. I'm just craving the death, yo. <laughs> yeah. I love this death. Like, we have a monkey, like, punching <laughs> all over the person. Like, ripping out his eyes, throwing them at another person. Yeah. They just want to show us who's boss, like, to be honest. Wait, okay, so since we're on the topic already... I had more of these zombie questions. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of zombie questions. Lo- like, okay, what are the effects of this virus? Because it seems to me like it makes them super strong mm-hmm. and super fast. Mm-hmm. Which and is, super aggressive. Which is like the opposite of the <laughs> usual zombie, slow, lazy. Yeah, uh, that's kind of like the 28 days zombies. Yeah. Those ones, they run. Yeah, same Shit. thing with the... um. World War Z, or Z if you're in the States, uh, zombies, where, like, they're super fast, they run, and, you know, they only have to, like, bite you or whatever, and it takes, like, 11 seconds or whatever for you to turn into a zombie. 11 seconds? Yeah, exactly. super exact. They have, like, this moment at the beginning. and you're good. <laughs> they have this, I was, like, so confused the first time I watched um, World War Z, which I love that movie, it was so many times. <laughs> but, um, 
where some guy gets turned into a zombie at the beginning. No spoilers, by the way. It's literally a zombie movie. <laughs> but um, Zombies? <laughs> they sort of have this, like, little children's rhyme at the beginning where they're, like, this little girl is, like... Oh, that's how you know it's creepy. Hell yeah. <laughs> they're, like, counting upwards to um, say, like, this many seconds pass because they say, like, it's 11 seconds or whatever, like, super exact amount um, before you turn into a zombie. So those little girls, like, counting. She's, like, one something two something that rhymes with that <laughs> and she counts to 10 and i'm like oh that's it <laughs> she says 11 and i'm like what there's like a you grace passed. period of one second <laughs> yeah. but yeah because in um old zombie movies like you know the black and white um like george romero one? yeah like i am legend and stuff well i think that was vampire zombies whatever it was know. i don't even know what those were <laughs> but um like they're super slow they have to die first and then something happens where they come back to life there's a whole lot of different versions yeah. of zombies, where it kind of depends on the movie, I guess. I was thinking of that scene later in this movie, where they're, like, surrounded by lion zombies for, like, the span of a second. They're like, oh, what's coming for us? Oh, shit, there's lions here. <laughs> so, like, they must be fast. And, like, at the end, when the birds are pecking at the glass in the aviaries, yeah. they're, like, cracking it, and there's only two birds! <laughs> so they must be strong, I guess. Yeah. Like, they don't really go over a lot of the lore. Like, how did the uh, virus, where did it come from? Mm -hmm. What happened after <laughs> the movie? Um, how did the animals get out of their cages, even if right? they were infected? That's true, because in Jurassic Park, not really much of a spoiler, literally, if you know anything about Jurassic years. Park, even if you haven't seen the movie. Um, but in Jurassic Park, the reason the dinosaurs get out is because there's a power outage, mm -hmm. so all the electric fences are turned off. In this movie... And they're dinosaurs! And they're dinosaurs! <laughs> <laughs> they strong as fuck! Yeah. In this movie, though, there's no electric fences, obviously, because it's a zoo. <laughs> but, you know, the bird aviary is in, like, an enclosed glass area. The gorilla pen is a gorilla pen, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they have... Even, like, in a, in a regular zoo, they have sort of things set up to make sure that animals don't escape on their own. So, uh, just a little question. Yeah, How do they know. do it here? Oh, and um, even in the beginning, like, when they had the infomercial commercial, <laughs> they, um, it's, like, mentioned that all the animals are, like, trapped. Yeah, and, and they like, have a couple moments in the movie where um, Ellen is uh, looking at a, her computer screen and there's like little red dots of where all the animals are. Yeah. So they know where all the animals are because they have like microchips. I'm like, I feel like that's a little unethical, isn't it? To have microchips on all your animals yeah. so that you can track them on your app at home. <laughs> oh, that line's definitely no good. <laughs> also, also, they're just like little red dots on her map. It's mm -hmm. like a really, not that much yeah. effect mm -hmm. goes into this map. But they're like little dots, and then she knows what animal they That's are because they're all escape like red and yellow, right? I think the yellow was for the um, the people, like her employees, oh, wow. and the red was for animals. So they're also trapped. I think so. Because like they had <laughs> like a couple of women. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> like at the hey at the Joe, job I training, I see you went home early. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's true. So when Ellen's looking at her screen, like when she's telling a couple of the uh, the people later on in the movie that there's some like lions coming towards them, there's like a, a cluster of yellow dots, which I think is supposed to be the people, and then red dots closing in on them. So I guess they do track their employees. <laughs> but if all the animals are just roaming free in the zoo and they all they're all represented by the same red dot, how is she like? 
oh, the lions are coming to you. Yeah. Like, how do you know that, bitch? It's true. <laughs> Were they by the gorilla pit? <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a lot of moments in that movie. You have to sort of think about it. Um, but these giraffes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these come out. These uh, carnivorous giraffes. Uh, they come by and they attack. They growl in they and they growl in. <laughs> <laughs> They attack the people at the warthog pen. Um, they bite the one guy who is like, it's like inferred that he has a relationship with Amber, the 90s girl. Sort oh, the Suntai guy? Suntai guy. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, by the way, one of the interns who I think is dead, maybe <laughs> take a sip, um, he was wearing like a sweatshirt that looked like a college sweatshirt, and then it said Z-B-E or something. Like zombie? Oh, oh really? that a shout out? There's like, zombies in this movie? <laughs> oh my so, god. That was interesting. A little bit of foreshadowing <laughs> yeah. or something. So this uh, Mr. Professional guy with his snazzy suit and tie, suit and tie <laughs> um, he gets bitten on the arm by this <laughs> giraffe. Uh, yeah! Sure. <laughs> um, and there's kind of like this moment of suspense where he, he suspense quote air quotes, <laughs> where he's like, um, am I going to get turned into one of those zombies? <laughs> Do they ever use the word zombies in the movie? I don't know. I think this is- did they say zombie? I don't think they ever even said the word zombie. I, I think they were just like, actually. those things, or there's something wrong with them, or whatever. Those dead-ass I think he said, at some point later, like, am I going to turn into, like, a monster or something like that? Yeah. Oh, right? I think they ever outright say zombie. If I was in an apocalypse, and the person next to me said well, the word I mean, zombie <laughs> to my face, I would kill them. I mean, if Jurassic World exists in that universe, then they probably know what a zombie is, right? Yeah. Or is yeah. this a non-zombie universe? Huh. This is so confusing. I don't know. I'm trying to connect they, all these, like, universe points together. building in this one. <laughs> So, uh, then the 90s hair girl starts getting, like, freaked out by all these people getting attacked, including her. So she, <laughs> she takes the, uh, the car of the security people that showed up, and she just drives books away. it with the yeah. car. She takes it, and all the other people are like, that had all her supplies That's in it. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, fuck it, you're on your own. <laughs> and then she gets to, uh, the gate, which is, um, like, the exit to the park, which, by the way, like... I feel like most of the people should have been trying to escape. They were like, oh, we gotta track down the monkeys or whatever. But then, like, <laughs> you know, like, half the animals in the zoo were all infected. Get out of like, there! Try to escape. Literally, all of Jurassic Park, they're not like, oh, we gotta kill the dinosaurs. Kill we them only back. got one triceratops. <laughs> yeah. They don't have them. Yeah, leave they're them. They're like, no, we gotta escape. Also, like, Jurassic Park, uh, Hammond bought an entire island because he's like, he maybe bought, like, something's five, gonna go wrong. <laughs> yeah, he bought the five death islands yeah. or whatever they're called. First of all, like, if you're gonna, did he name the islands or were the islands already named that way? I never I read the know. book, so I don't know. It's, I just saw I the movie. Know. But like, really? It's like, it's it's like, where it is. <laughs> it's like whoa, um, that sounds like a good place to house all my animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they did this in. California or something? Makes sense. Because there was a helicopter that said Ontario Police. What? And I was what? like, really? Ontario, Canada? Yeah. No, because we ain't that stupid. It's probably Ontario, California. <laughs> oh my so, God. Only in America. Only in America. <laughs> Do they make the same mistake maybe five times? Literally, I'm so excited to see the next Jurassic World where they screw up with dinosaurs for a sixth time. Jeff <laughs> Goldblum's just like hiding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to go through this again. <laughs> Oh, bless him. I love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> what a what a man. 
So, uh, 90s hair girl Amber is now at the gates, the exit to the park, to the zoo. Um, and this is where Ellen is talking to her over uh, walkie-talkie, and she's like, oh, you gotta get out of there, there's lions coming. Which somehow she knew those little somehow. red dots were lions. <laughs> she looked at her mouth for one second, oh, those are lions. <laughs> yeah. So 90s hair girl takes forever, like, looking around, like, how am I gonna escape? But the gate is maybe seven feet tall. <laughs> and there's, like, a thing that she can kind of climb on. Yeah, there's a place for her to put her foot so that mm-hmm. she can get over it. And she only figures that out, like, at the last second. And then, of course, a lion gets her foot and, like, drags her away. And you're like, whoa, too late for <laughs> oh, you, <man>. Amber. <laughs> wasn't it, like, a warhawk? Or, uh, like, a... I thought they were lions. I don't know. I don't, was it this part? There were lions later, too. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what animal's on the cover. Because it looks like a gorilla <laughs> and a lion at the same time. Same. So... Um, and then back at the headquarters, Ellen's daughter is with her this whole time because she brings her to work sometimes with her. And the little girl, do they ever mention her name? She's just daughter to uh, me. Thea? Thea? That's what okay. it says in the credits. But. Uh, Thea, the daughter, is in the mom's playroom office. office um, where she's having a little tea party with all her little toys that she has there. Um, and she offers tea to the the plush toys that are all at her little table um and then she kind of looks over at the shelf of all these other plush animals and she's like oh mr koala wants to join us oh and, and before it's this that creepy ass koala. ellen like wakes up from a nap or something and looks at the computer screen and then she sees the building she's in there's an animal in there she's, yes and yeah. she's on the phone or something I would have known that if there was an animal in here. It's like, okay, bitch, sure. Take a drink for Ellen on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> so the mom is trying to get into the room, but they've kind of established at the beginning-ish of the movie that the lock to the room, the little keypad is sort of buggy, that it only lets you in on, like, the third try or something. Um, so the little girl is, like, sort of reaching for the koala, quote-unquote, toy, <laughs> which she thinks is a toy, until it, like, does, like, a little jump scare for her. And, like, 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 not, eyes. like, milky eyes. <laughs> yeah. um, so the mom finally gets into the room, and she sees little girl Thea, who's, like, eight years old or something, covered in blood, like Carrie style. Like, the end of Carrie. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> covered in blood she's holding a baseball bat <laughs> like, and the mom's just kind of looking at her like oh no oh, but it was like that's got to be traumatizing for a little girl yeah. she like, killed this koala oh and she's like i don't want to play with my toys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, how did the koala even get there yeah. the mom was just like straight up sleeping <laughs> the koala could get in the room but the mom was Because, like, when they cut it, I, they didn't establish that the daughter was, like, in a different room. Yeah, they had a, a <laughs> small like, scene beforehand where the daughter was playing with her tea set. The same thing that she was doing before she started interacting with the koala. But um, the mom was in the same room at that point. Because she oh. asked the mom, like, oh, do you want to yeah. cup of tea? One lump or two? Or whatever. So <laughs> yeah, and room. then the next scene. Sugar, I need. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Which is not. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Good. And then the next scene, the mom is in like a separate room, and that's when she has to try to get into this room again to save the girl from the koala, which she brutally murdered. <laughs> oh, and before this, the mom's on the phone, drink, <laughs> and she's calling in a SWAT team, and the yeah. SWAT team goes, it looks like in an underground parking lot or something. <laughs> 
and then she's she's radioing them. She's like, "Get your men out of there!" And because she sees the, on the computer, there's like dots coming toward them, and they're like, "What?" And then they get eaten. So <laughs> drink. Oh, and when they get eaten, she's just crying and she's slamming her like fist on the table. I'm like, this, they're, they're still getting eaten. Like they didn't die yet. Yeah, like, yeah. shouldn't they be a little like, horrified? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, when she's talking with the police slash SWAT team or whatever, there's like this weird moment where she's on the phone with the chief of police or whatever it is, um, and it's like this weird shot of the policeman when he's talking on the walkie-talkie phone, whatever, with her, where, like, it looks like they filmed most of the movie with real actors and everything, and then this one shot looked like they just found a police officer on the side of the road and just kind of filmed his back. He was, like, on the phone, but he never turns around. And, like, they have, like, this voiceover of his voice on the phone, but it's just sort of this random shot of him, like, a random police officer <laughs> walking away on the phone. You're like, that seems a little out of place, but okay. okay. <laughs> on low-budget sets like these, you gotta make do with what you got. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get um, actual police uniforms, so no, they just no. went out looking for crimes on the street. <laughs> okay, you commit a crime as a distraction. <laughs> I'll film it. <laughs> uh, so let me go back to the interns, um, where they're in Kifo the Gorilla's pen. Um, and Kifo the Gorilla has now turned into a zombie and he kills Rex the lead security guard yeah and the other three which are like the other three that are wait left a second in this movie. wait a second they ride um first we see because the jeep got stolen we see the yes. security detail riding oh elephants the most fake ass elephants mm-hmm. ever to i don't know wherever they're going and I don't know, they see lemurs in the trees or something, and it startles the elephants. Oh, they made up some bullshit, too, about, oh, elephants don't have natural predators, so we're safe from <laughs> them. And it's like, is okay? That, is that true? Well, I have a couple questions about <laughs> that, that because their whole excuse, like you said, is that, like, oh, they can't turn into zombies because they have no natural predators. Which would make sense if the zombie virus was affecting the animals as they were, like, if like, if they weren't zombies, because then, yeah, you know, like, sharks would eat little fish or whatever, or, I don't know, ant eaters would eat ants, what whatever eats each other. Some giraffes, <laughs> though. Yeah. Because <laughs> right? are the giraffes natural predators? That's what I was wondering. So is it like a, like a chain kind of thing? Like a food chain kind of thing? I don't even know. I'm not because... sure anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. it seems like every animal can be affected except elephants. And In also, the... like, the giraffes are not like, aggressive enough, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. naturally to attack slash eat slash bite Wait, people but or whatever. Like, is this... But they do. So, like, I don't think that the animals are acting as they normally would. So, like, who cares if, you know, uh, elephants don't have any natural predators? Because likely, you know, a lion's going to be like, ah, oh, that thing's not a zombie yet, and bite the <laughs> elephant. Yeah! There's know. giraffes like, running around like the biting stuff. Is through biting, right? So any animals could have just bitten an elephant. Yeah, right? Hmm? I don't know, <laughs> no, this doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> anyway, so they get thrown off the elephants, and Rex gets oh, stomped no. on by the elephant foot. And, like, okay, so it's CGI, so you'd think it would look like he got stomped on. Mm-hmm. But it, it looked like he missed completely, <laughs> but then you hear, like, the bone crunching, yeah. foley, celery-eating <laughs> sound. Mm-hmm. And the scene afterwards, like, he's just limping. Like, he hasn't looked any... <laughs> 
worse off. He's just like, oh, man, stub my toe. <laughs> oh, man, that damn elephant got me. <laughs> but in the shot, it looked like it crushed, like, his whole lower half. But yeah. He's just like, yeah, I'll walk it off. <laughs> yes, I. Sure, but... <laughs> Madagascar gone wild. <laughs> But uh, he dies by Kifo, the gorilla's fake-ass hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the other three that are left are Lara Croft, surfer guy, uh-huh. and... Gage. 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 The oh, drink because he ripped his sleeves off. <laughs> yeah. And then drink, take a sip again because he ripped his pants into shorts. Yeah. <laughs> he ripped oh my God. his suit pants <laughs> into shorts. I think my favorite part when his sleeve rips is just that you can see that it's like a perfectly cut yeah. rip. Also, he's just like wearing his vest and tie still. So yeah, okay, man. Priorities. Okay. I mean, in the beginning, doesn't like Ellen or someone tell him to lose the tie? Yeah, yeah. so and I I'm thought like, he I'm was like, gonna. I'm like, well, why though? He's kind of like dressing. You know, you don't say, like, dress for the job you want to have or whatever. Like, he's dressing, like, super professional. I think he wanted to go for, like, the manager position or whatever. But, yeah, he was just going to be, like, stocking stuff in the back room. Yeah. I don't know. I think he was with, like, the security people or whatever as an intern. Yeah. He... And they were like, bro, what's with the uniform? Take it off. And he's like, no, my my All of a sudden, like, he began as a super nerdy guy who's like, I read the manual and it says blah, 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 blah. The instruction guide before I yeah came. and then all of a sudden he's just like taking charge and like this is character development but there's no like lead up it's just like zero to a hundred real yeah. fast yeah. he's like ripping off his like clothes at the yeah. end like super confident not his tie though <laughs> not his tie tie stays on so then they hear the jeep coming because they're like running trying to get out of there finally they decide mm, maybe we should leave so then they hear the jeep coming to them and they um oh wait do we, we do we go over the part where um Kifo's, like, chasing them outside the enclosure. They climb up this, like, rock wall-ish oh thing. And then they push a heavy, quote-unquote, yeah. rock onto <laughs> Kifo. And this is the point where my dad said, Oh, that sounded wet. I think he's dead. <laughs> what? Black! <laughs> so he was like, Yeah, I think he's dead. Oh, and then right after that, they kind of, like, rest for a while. And they talk about... Something oh yeah, it's like stuff. the backstory. Yeah, right, right. Really. for Lara Croft, and yeah. she goes on about how you know, like she's tough, and she chose this this job because she didn't want to like interact with people. She didn't graduate yeah. high school. She just <laughs> wants to be alone, yeah. lone wolf. And there's like that part from near the beginning where she's like, "Some women wear rings, but I carry a gun." <laughs> And like stabs, stabs Kifo. Kifo. And he did it so well. He 
and he's silent, and all yeah. of a sudden he's just there. And he stabs him right in the spine or whatever. With, like this huge ass like machete knife. <laughs> he both just like gets up and brushes it off and kills him. Yeah, oh. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so many parts I just wanted to uh, unveil yeah. here because they're my favorites. Ooh. Right. So after, 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 uh, they do the backstory stuff. Amber comes back half dead with the jeep, and she pulls up at the curb. Oh, and I'm like, before that, you don't really see her. Like, you just see the jeep, right? And I'm like, oh, she's driving really well. Someone who's like literally dying. Yeah, she's like And then she kind of just shows up in this jeep to just promptly die. Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, they okay. open the door and she like tumbles out. Yeah. Bloody. Wow, okay, that was a useful scene. Yeah. <laughs> so they get the jeep out of that at least. And then uh Gage is like real sad about that. I yes. Guess. <laughs> I don't know how long he's known her. Like I don't know what the timeline is. We don't is. know what the connection is. I don't know, we don't know yeah. anything about their their story. Because he seems super like broken up about her death as in like they were together, they had a thing or something, but then literally the rest of the time he's like making eyes at Lara Croft. Yeah. So I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> and then there's um like an intercut of Ellen and then she's cleaning trying to clean yes. the blood. Well she's not even trying to clean the blood off right, her daughter. There's all her, blood on her face. Yeah, yeah. her daughter's just like cleaning the blood <laughs> off herself and Ellen's on the phone drink and being like a bad mom and the little girl's just like eh, and wiping her <laughs> yeah. face with a tissue. And the mom like starts to help but she starts wiping off the blood with a Q-tip. <laughs> the little girl's like using a full like rag. She's then, like using like <laughs> diaper wipes for babies yeah. and the mom's just like oh let me get a little bit. Little, little spot on your cheek there. Oh, yeah. oh, you know her whole face is like yeah. <laughs> so the mom like decides this. at this point to take a sample of the blood that's on the little girl's uh, face, <laughs> traumatizing by the way, um, and put it under her microscope to see what's wrong with it. And she has oh, like, she used to be a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> she has some like bullshit excuse for why the zombies are zombies. She said something like, ah, oh, there, there's something in their brain that's different or whatever. And I'm like, okay, oh, and then, a little and more explanation. She said something about, like, that she's also, like, found a way to help that Possibly. And then it's never mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> I could help, yeah. but will I? <laughs> All she does in this movie is wine. I know. And like, on the phone. Yeah. If you want to hear tonight's wine list, it's, oh, my zoo's getting shut down. That's oh, <laughs> So then the, uh, the three people that are left surviving, Lara Croft, Surfer Guy, and Suit Guy, mm-hmm. they escape from, like, the lions that are, like, surrounding their vehicle, and then they decide to take a unfinished zipline to yeah. HQ, where, um, Ellen is. It's a great idea. Great zip Zipline your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no, like, harnesses or anything. It's just them holding on to mm-hmm. where you would attach a harness to. Yeah. Um, and then they have this little moment where the, of course, typical, the line starts to break. A cable, by the way. Yeah. It's not a rope line. It's a hot, like a, like a thick, two C's cable. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the surfer-looking guy, he dead. He falls down. <laughs> yeah. So, take a sit. Um, also, when, uh, he dies, question here. Um, just about the logistics. Mm. <laughs> um, I feel like I have the same one. <laughs> Lara Croft starts to say, as they're, like, ziplining across this massive field or whatever, she's, like, looks up and she's like, oh, no, the cable's starting to break or whatever. And they have this, like, lingering shot of the cable where it's, like, fraying and starting to come yeah. apart. But, like, they're ziplining, right? So they're moving, you know? Yep. They're not staying in one place. The cable 
where it's breaking is in one place. How would she be like, oh, it's breaking, you know what I mean? <laughs> also, if the cable breaks, wouldn't they all fall down? There was two lines. Wait, what? What? There was like, there was two sort of parallel lines of cables. Oh. And I think the one that Lara Croft was on was good, but the one Surfer Guy was on was not. Oh no, Lara Croft and Surfer Guy were on the same one. Suit Guy was on a different one. Yeah. But Lara Croft managed to jump Jump onto onto Suit Guy guy and like hold on to his waist or whatever. But Surfer Guy, he did. He did. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Probably. <laughs> it was like a, a long way down. Yeah. Yeah, and then they they make it to the end of the zipline and they fall like perfectly <laughs> on the grass by the zipline. Or um, not on the grass, on the... On the ground, I think. Right. Was the, it on the... Yeah, they on fall the, like on the building. On the roof of the... Whatever. Sure. They fall perfectly. <laughs> and then they go and they uh, team up with Ellen, who's been useless yeah. thus far. And this whole time there's been like intercuts sort of um where ellen has been talking to the people in the aviary um which is where the the birds are and they've sort of been talking to each other where like the aviary has been shut down like locked down and there's like the main girl that takes care of the birds and the super enthusiastic intern that's with her and they've been sort of um the intern is like super agitated like oh my god what if zombies get in here and the actual lady that works there she's like yeah it's fine we're safe um so <laughs> loving that yeah <laughs> and when she says that doesn't she go oh like and if they were here like they're not safe from me or whatever and she winks at him yeah <laughs> what's that supposed to mean <laughs> don't even know she, oh <laughs> honestly i don't even know how old the interns are supposed to be in this movie they're like anywhere no, that from... guy's like five years old it's <laughs> just his body that's like 20 oh no so ellen is now concerned with the birds escaping because she's like oh if birds escape they can literally fly anywhere which is not the problem i had with jurassic park when the pterodactyls oh yeah because the like, last shot is like the pterodactyl yeah right? mm-hmm. anyway uh she's concerned with the birds escaping um another quick question <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry <laughs> it's like how does if they're not infected then it shouldn't matter if they can escape or not right unless she assumes yeah. that all the animals are just somehow infected. But I'm assuming you get infected by, by getting bitten, bitten, right? Yeah. Right? Um, and I think she had a little bit of banter with someone near the middle-ish beginning or whatever, where she was talking about something like that. She was like, oh, we need to let all the birds go right now so they don't get infected. And then some guy was like, no, we need to keep them here. And then she's like, well, what about like pigeons or whatever that are coming from the outside world that can just sort of come in, get infected and fly away? Because she was concerned with the outbreak Literally, yeah. becoming an outbreak. You know what I mean? So, I mean, not a great plan. Yeah. But um, quick question I had here. With the birds. Um, so she's concerned with the birds escaping. And in this aviary, they mention multiple times that Ellen or whatever, someone doesn't want to let the birds... Oh, that was it. That was the reason she didn't want to let the birds fly away. Because they're endangered. they were the most endangered species of birds. Quick question. Literally the only bird we see in that aviary <laughs> is um, a parrot who is on the side of the oh, engine. And then there are those two, like, pecking at the glass yeah. <laughs> But yeah. those look like, like, you can go outside and see those. Yeah, I, those are blue and yellow macaws, who are, I did a little fact check for I them. I like that. Yeah. First of all, uh, I don't think they have beaks for pecking, do they? They're not like woodpeckers. No, no, They no, have no. like mm. different beaks. Yeah. Right. But how are they so effective? I don't even know, man. Okay, uh, what were you saying though? I did a little fact checking for this, because I was curious, because that same thing, I looked at this and I was like... That looks like a regular ass that parrot. That looks like some bullshit <laughs> yeah. right there. So I searched it up, and it's a blue and yellow macaw, which is 
not endangered. In fact, it is on the least concerned species list, <laughs> meaning it, there's like tiers of endangerment. It is on the not even close to being a threat list. <laughs> so I don't know what your definition of endangered is, but I would have gotten an actual endangered bird or CGI'd an endangered bird because they even CGI'd all these other things. They could even like make one up like that gorilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been like, oh, it's a false feathered red herring. <laughs> <laughs> Make I some, love it. Yeah. <laughs> make some random name up instead of like these birds are like all over South America. My dad talks about these birds constantly because <laughs> they were outside his house growing up. Oh man! So um, did your dad watch this movie and cry? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but um, little fact check: not endangered birds. So they plan to set fire to the aviary to kill all these birds. But once they get there, oh my god, this this scene gave me chills. <laughs> the only scene in the movie that I was actually like super intrigued by was they got to the aviary. They go inside and it's all dark. They don't even see any birds or anything. I don't <laughs> know what you're going to say. <laughs> and they hear someone saying, help me. Help me! So they think that it's the intern, which, like, of course, you as the watcher, like, oh my god, obviously, it's the parrot. But then once you, you think that it's, you know, it's a parrot talking because, you know, the, the intern must have said, oh, help me at some point. But then once you get to the parrot, you see there's, like, this group of not endangered macaws. <laughs> Um, all, like, leaning over the dead bodies of the intern and the lady that worked at the aviary, Hold and... Up. Hold up, though. <laughs> Wait, so intern's dead, take a sip. Take a sip, yeah. But, like, the Hold bird ke keeps, like, repeating, help me, help me, help me, and so, like, you get the idea that, like, the intern kept saying, he kept, like, screaming, help me, as the bird was eating him alive. <gasps> like, oh, that gave me chills. That is gross. Yeah. The lady... <laughs> wasn't dead. Yeah. She was like, her like nesting in me. Oh. Like, okay, so her intestines are showing and there's like bird eggs in them and there's yeah. like an eagle crouching over her. And you're like, oh. Yeah, this was And she keeps saying thing. it. She's yeah. nesting oh in God. me. <laughs> so eventually they do set fire to this aviary. Um and they manage to escape in a police helicopter. Um and you think the movie's done and good. They're all, like, laughing at the end. They're like, ah, it wasn't that a weird experience. <laughs> wait, 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 They, um... They set, fire fire they set fire to the thing. And then they're trying to escape out the gate. They go in the jeep and they go to the gate and they're trying to escape. But then Kifo shows up. What? Yeah. Yeah. Kifo shows yeah, up. Yeah, when they're, like, that. near the gates. Oh, Kifo my God. ain't dead. Kifo shows up. <laughs> and the little, little girl's like... Kifo? And I can't. This is, I'll t do you want me to tell you what happened first, or do you want me to tell you what I think would happen? What do you think was gonna happen? I thought that Kifo, because they mentioned Had the, the bond between him and the little girl, I thought it was gonna be Captain America too, where Kifo <laughs> was Bucky Barnes, and then all that Manchurian candidating was like washed away when he saw that little girl's eyes. Mm -hmm. So I thought he was gonna not try to kill him. Yeah. What happened was, he tried to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kifo. And, yeah. uh, and then the mom shoots, manages to shoot him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the mom did like the only useful thing. <laughs> is shoot. And then you see like the shaky hand holding yeah. the gun, and then it pulls back to reveal the mom. And she right. looks like she's crying, but she looks like she's about to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. favorite thing. Yeah, and then we. Uh, they're yeah. on the helicopter. So then you think everything's like dandy. Hold they're up, up. up in the sunset, driving away. So they're they're on the helicopter, and Ellen's like, "Oh, I want 
wanted to do was save endangered animals. And Gage is like trying to reassure her. He's like, you did. You saved our lives. Foist off. They <laughs> killed literally every animal in the zoo. Second foist off. Is he saying that people are in danger? Because yeah. I don't think that's a problem. I <laughs> like, guess they were. the opposite of a problem. They were in danger, <laughs> but they were not in danger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think we can spare, out of the 8 billion or however many, I think we can spare like 5 people. We spared about 5. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the movie. Oh, and not to mention, I, they don't ever show any other visitors in the... Zoo. Don't they mention at the beginning that it wasn't open yet? Oh, was yeah. it? Okay. Because okay. they took yeah. away Suit Guy's phone. They took away everyone's phone. Oh, and then Suit okay. Guy was like, oh, I wanted to document my thing here. And she's like, well, I can't allow you to take pictures because we're not officially open yet. And I want okay, that makes secrets of the zoo to leak <laughs> out. We're zombies. Don't oh also, the timeline is really weird because it took place in the afternoon. And then when they got to the aviary, it was night. And then after the Kifo stuff and they're on the helicopter, it's like sunrise yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. The I last guess... 15 minutes took like all night? <laughs> we <laughs> or were the they just like waiting like... for the helicopter to come? I guess. How did they get into the helicopter? Was it just like they like she shot Kifo and then the next cu- scene they're in a the helicopter? Because if she Pretty shot much. Kifo and they still have to wait like five hours for the helicopter, <laughs> then they gotta be like warding off the other... Yeah. There are other animals. But did they like in kill the all the? Did they kill all the animals? Zoos are fairly big. No? Like I, no, right? I assume they'd have like mooses, meese, meese, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they'd have alligators and snakes and yeah. you know uh, the other animals. <laughs> so uh, I'd assume they'd be like warding them off the rest of the night. And there's a whole like and there's like one hour. God. <laughs> Of the movie we didn't get to see because of that. The little girl still has blood all over herself. Yeah. The mom didn't clean her. (laughs) Although I'd assume that they killed all the animals or thought they killed all the animals because there's a little end credits scene of a... I I don't know if this was like just a random ass orangutan or if it was like Kifo. I think it was Kifo. Kifo, Or some monkey. Yeah, Yeah. it was ugly, so it was Kifo. (laughs) Um, and he, like, opens his eyes, so he's, like, yeah. actually Not alive dead. or whatever. <laughs> Open for a sequel, that's no! never gonna have. Zoombies, too. Tombies. Oh! But they're in a tomb. <laughs> <laughs> Lara Croft is back. <laughs> oh, they're like mummies this time. Oh, it's like the mummy, Brendan but Frazier's worse. there. Oh, oh man, oh, this would be a great movie. <laughs> Tombies with Lara Croft and Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love that. Oh, my God. See, um, they did not have a sequel for Zoombies, but I discovered that they did have a browser game that they made. Not, not a video game, per se, but they made a game for the browser, which I played last night. What was it? What'd you do? What do you have to um, do? It's called, like, Zoombies, or Escape from the Zoombies. <laughs> um, and it's just this little, like, if you just search it on Google, it's just like a little I'm doing right now. browser game you have to play where you are, it's a, it's a side-scroller. Um, where you have to try to avoid the zombies and pick up health packets, I guess, and shotgun shots, shells. (laughs) And you have to use your mouse. Like, if you press down on your mouse, then your car will go up, up, like, up the screen, because it's just, like, the whole screen is the ground, and it's just, like, from the side view, or, uh, or from the top view, sorry, I mean. 
And if you let go of the mouse, then your band will drift downwards. You have to keep like sort of mm. tapping on your mouse um, to direct what direction. Is that fun? It was horrible. I hated it. Okay. Um, and you had to try to make it to like seven thousand points or whatever to escape, <laughs> or miles or whatever it was. I made it to like six thousand five hundred or something. Oh, I, wow. I died, and I was like, I'm not playing this again. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't escape oh, the zombies, yeah. but I'm not about to try again. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on this movie overall? Chantelle, you wanna? Uh, I think it was very much. What's the company name for uh, the asylum? <laughs> makes that's, sense. That's makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was very in in their style. Mm. Absolutely. So a lot of things <laughs> I saw coming, and a lot of things I didn't see coming. <laughs> Um, I definitely, like you guys said, I think the best moment where, like, it actually had my intention was the part with the aviary and, like, the two pe- dead people. Yeah. That, I like think a, that was, like, <laughs> it's like also, a, the whole time there were just, like, two birds. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see the glass, like, shattered. Oh, my God. So I, what now? Like, I assume, like... The birds got out, right? So were they gonna spread? No, no. I think there was. They had this one shot where they one had of the, the fire. birds and it was like on fire, and then one of their oh, yeah, shot they the shot bird. down all the birds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I there's just like so many more questions not yeah. answered. Yeah. I feel like, like we could movie. keep going with the zombie questions. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy that got bitten, the suit guy that got bitten like two or three times by the zombies. No. So I guess it, it doesn't affect humans, which is strange because it affects literally every other animal ever in the zoo. Humans are not really that far away Aren't we from like animals. Aren't like 99 point whatever percent monkey, though? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, like, what would there be that would affect the animal brains of literally like a hundred different species in this zoo, um, but not humans in particular? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just well, like, I mean, there aren't that many diseases that humans can get from animals, right? Like, there are, but not that much. Mm-hmm. But if this zombie virus, or whatever it was, that you transferred by biting, it's just like, that it works the same on giraffes versus <laughs> parrots versus, I mean, like, elephants or also, whatever. Also, who fucking bit the parrot? <laughs> Did a bird bite the parrot? <laughs> Birds don't even have fucking teeth. When the when Ellen was calling the lady in the aviary, she's like, "Oh, like a rat got in." A rat? Yeah, she's like one. <laughs> she's like one rat got in. Oh wow! This rat. The rat stopped until he has bitten every bird in the aviary. It's too bad this rat cannot fly. <laughs> yeah, like most of the birds. Like, in the trees and shit? Like, I I guess, like, there's some, like, peacocks or whatever that are on the ground wandering in aviaries. Also, there was that one scene where they showed, I think they were monkeys, but they could have been lemurs. Do lemurs fly? I thought they were lemurs, yeah. Oh, they 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 were, like, fucking flying. (laughs) Like, in the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I thought that was, like, a side effect, but maybe lemurs are just really good at jumping. Like sugar gliders. Oh, that'd be oh. really cute. <laughs> that'd be cute, but like. <laughs> <laughs> also, that poor little girl that got like blood everywhere. She's gonna be scarred for the rest of her life. Right. Like she murdered a koala in that tried blood. to murder her in cold blood. <laughs> She's drenched in blood. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thoughts, Ashley? 
Um, it was definitely entertaining. <laughs> like, it's not one of those bad movies where you're just sort of sitting through it, trying to wait, wait until it. it's done. Yeah. It was definitely entertaining, especially that one two-minute scene with the, uh, the, in the aviary at the end. <laughs> I really like the one where he just fucking jumps and stabs people. <laughs> people just gets up like nothing happens. What was that? A tick? Actually, a question. I wonder why they didn't have, um, like, the bitten people actually turn into zombies. Yeah. Wouldn't that, like, do you guys think that would have affected the movie a lot more or made it more interesting to have the people also turn into zombies? Mm-hmm. I think there would have been a lot more <laughs> yeah. intrigue in that. Yeah. Because, like, everyone just gets, like, everyone just dies. That's mm-hmm. kind of bad. Yeah. Like, they don't really... And it would answer, like, a lot of these questions <laughs> that we're having, too. I'm just, like, very confused. Because, like, no media can really agree on how zombies are made into zombies. But the thing is, this one doesn't... Like, usually they go over the lore, kind of, in yeah, their own yeah. movie. But this one doesn't really do that <laughs> at all. It's just like, oh, there are zombies. What kind? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's very confusing, like, how they pass it on. Like, if they just bite people, I guess. And everyone loves meat. (laughs) Sometimes they want to get into the human body. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Punch through them. Punching through. (laughs) Nesting in. Yeah, that was weird. Oh my god, why is your priority to, like, lay eggs in a human being? He's like, oh, that looks warm. I'm gonna do it. Y'all dare me? I'm gonna do it. (laughs) Is that a thing where it's, like, they're trying to, like, get another host into the body? You know how, like, some... Oh, like a parasite? Mm. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think punching Well, if you're not gonna ingest me, I might as well rocky my way in. I don't think that, that makes sense. We talked about this before, but what were they trying to do? Were they trying to eat them? Were they trying to kill to fulfill I some think, natural I think instinct? The, I think the only in... I guess canon in the movie part <laughs> is where um, the little girl's like, "Oh, isn't it obvious what they're trying to do? Oh, yeah. Like the they want to smarter than all of them." <laughs> and she's like, "They want to like get rid of us." I, I guess yeah, that's true. Okay. I guess that's like the closest that thing you get. This little eight-year-old figured it out. <laughs> like she could have survived all of, on her own. She yeah. didn't need any of the other people, especially her mom. Useless <laughs> on the phone the whole time. I'm trying to call the police. We just played with that fucking koala that was in there five minutes ago. <laughs> so, we ready to rate it on a Jeff Goldblum scale? Or do you want to read some reviews first? Let's see what other people thought of it okay. first. I think we have... Well, what did IMDb slash Rotten Tomatoes give it So, IMDb general? gave it a 3.3 out of 10. Makes sense. <laughs> and Rotten Tomato, it had an audience score, but it didn't have a critic score. But mm. the audience gave it 16 I wonder why <laughs> critics didn't review it. <laughs> I don't think critics know about it. So we have three here. We have um, four out of ten, three out of ten, ten out of ten. Reviews from IMDb. Oh yeah, all user reviews. Oh all yeah. The time. <laughs> okay, so the first one is four out of ten, and uh, it's by James Wright, and they titled it Fast Wasps. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> and they wrote, 
There is a temptation to compare this to Sharknado and the whole solely in that it is cool category of terrible movies. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. The problem is that while Sharknado utilizes a stupid concept to make a movie that is pure trash but also pure <laughs> awesome, Zombies is mostly the trash part with very little awesome. Ooh, so savage. <laughs> there are clear comparisons to Jurassic World, but where that movie's shaky plot is made up for by big budget effects. Cool set pieces and Chris Pratt. This movie <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> has none of these, so it is mostly just rubbish. Sure, there are some laughs at seeing actors pretend they are sitting on elephants and hanging from a rope. Seriously, how hard is it to actually shoot actors hanging from a rope? Just <laughs> put true. them on a rope a couple feet above the ground. <laughs> true. <laughs> but overall, it is far more cringe than amusement. Possibly good for a laugh if you're tired of all the other so lame it's cool movies out there. <laughs> but really, this one is the pits. I agree. Ooh, how many people found that helpful? Uh, 9 out of 11. Oh, that's, yeah, pretty, that's good. pretty good. All right. The next one we have here is from user Data2x. Sure. Okay. Um, they gave it a 3 out of 10, and their tagline was, Thanks to Asylum, the drive-in movies is still alive. Asylum being the people that made yep. the movie. Folks that are fans of the Asylum movies will not be let down by this zombie action movie, as it is a fairly standard Asylum-type movie. I feel like a lot of people say this. Yeah. It's sort of the same movie that they make over and over. I myself do like the stuff coming out of the company, and have for years. Plenty of CGI, monkeys, blood, and other effects, and some decent effects, and makeup. The gorilla, Kifa, I think, was an actor. Obviously. <laughs> really? Really? No. And was cool enough. <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough spelt... E-N-U-F. Enough. <laughs> and not CGI. But not CGI. I think what? I would have preferred a CGI monkey, I but it okay, was CGI man. in some parts. In some parts, yeah. I think when he turned into a zombie, it was CGI. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, the actors, some regulars for Asylum. Oh, really? No way. Oh. Oh, man, we gotta watch the rest of the Asylum <laughs> and be like, yeah, guy from Zombies. <laughs> Uh, did a good job, and there were some hot chicks in there. <laughs> Larkoff, shut up. Oh, damn. I wish these films had more eye candy, like some bare breasts. Bitch, what? <laughs> you but know this what we need in the zombie movie? Some bare titties. <laughs> I'm gonna finish this review, but I have, a, I have a note on that. Okay. <laughs> but this is not for everyone, and most of these films are for TV. So it is, it is what it is. For the most part, this was a cool way to kill some spare time on my weekend and knock off a six-pack. Great for a one-time watch. Back in the 80s, there was a movie from Italy that had some rampaging PCP-influenced animals that wiped out a bunch of people, and this shoddy jam reminded me of that movie. <laughs> Glad that Asylum is still pumping these out. You didn't even mention what that movie's called. <laughs> oh, my How God. How many people found that helpful? <laughs> Um, 19 out of 28. Oh. So, not bad. What were you gonna, what, what was your note about titties? Um, if, <laughs> if he does want to watch a, um, just little little note to user data to eggs. However you pronounce that. Um, if you do want to watch a zombie movie with titties, <laughs> you should watch Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. A horrible movie. Um, but it has tits, so. Okay. <laughs> Zombie tits, though. They're all, like, oh. veiny and, oh. and, and, like, gray, so. Well, he asked for it. <laughs> the man wants what the man wants. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the last review here is a 10 out of 10. Whoa. Hell yeah. This is by user Horse Calc. <laughs> Excuse me? Horse underscore Calc. Calc? <laughs> How do you spell that? C-A-U-L-K. Okay. Calc. Calc. <laughs> Tagline is: If you don't like it, it's simply because you couldn't understand it. 
<laughs> this okay. is my favorite review so far. And I read through all three of your however many. It's a great film. No, strike that. A brilliant film. <laughs> okay, man. So many things to love about this one. I scarcely know where to begin. Well, let's begin at the beginning, shall we? The beginning is great, and it sets up what is soon to come in a way which is certainly better than I've seen recently. And whilst watching the beginning, I found myself beginning to realize this was no ordinary camp-tastic zombie film, but a statement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was clear that this is almost painfully sublime film was moving something inside me. Like a monkey? <laughs> Um, and in a profound way. And speaking of which, that brings us to the next section. The quote-unquote middle, as it is known to all true cinephiles. Wow, wow. this is me writing an essay. <laughs> oh my god, I just got like flashbacks. So we thoroughly enjoyed the middle. <laughs> so we did, right? That's just, Let's... We, we thoroughly enjoyed the middle. Um, which was also extraordinary. Powerful it was. <laughs> Powerful it was. Thank you for that, Master Yoda. <laughs> it digs deep into the bowels of your subconscious. Literally. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm nesting. And then gives you a colonic of sweet and delicious goodness to flush out all those past negative <laughs> film experiences which have you all bound up inside, unable to release. What the fuck? <laughs> what film has this person been watching? I need to read more of his reviews because his writing is... True poetry. True poetry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that time you got a little too familiar with the cheese bar at your cousin's wedding. My dude, we need to talk. <laughs> then there's the final act, which is, in a word, poetry. <laughs> Same as your review, oh man. My poetry. God. Eerily reminiscent of the exquisite early works of Longfellow. Sept mo better. I think he means except more better. But yes. <laughs> Don't correct the man. He's a genius. <laughs> and combined with the frightfully and joyfully beautiful previous two acts, has you cleaner inside than you've been in years. Decades, maybe. In short, if you are a sensitive and discriminating connoisseur of artistic cinema in the highest order, with refined tastes, stylistic experience, excellence, and are presumably a visual stunning individual fan... Individual then? Oh, two words. <laughs> you combine it into one. Individual then. You will adore this masterwork as much as I did. Paired with a lovely... Oh my god, he's recommending wine. Oh. Paired with a lovely 1973 Chateau de Merde. <laughs> it makes for a thrilling and rewarding experience. I cannot recommend it more highly. And 17 out of 86 found this helpful. I mean, okay, man. I found it immensely helpful. <laughs> Chateau de oh, Murder yeah. or whatever you said. Mmm. Tonight? Oh, I love that God. shit. I love it. <laughs> Drink it down like water. I could read a book just, like, with the way that he writes. <laughs> Thank you for that. I thoroughly enjoyed that mm. review. I thought that it was eerily yet frightfully joyful. What else did you say? <laughs> um, because we are all true cenophiles, we thoroughly enjoyed the bowels of our subconscious. <laughs> in fact, we are in nesting your in the bowels of our subconscious. <laughs> that was a great review. I love that. Yeah. That Is review, that... 10 out of 10. I'm sorry, the bowels of our subconscious, does that mean that we're going to, like, shit things out? <laughs> like, you're <laughs> shitting out our thoughts. That's what oh, this yeah. whole podcast is. It's us shitting our thoughts out through our mouths. Mm -hmm. So, it's time... For the Jeff Goldblum scale. What would you guys give this out of uh, possible 10 Goldblums? For me, I'd go with 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10. Yes. Okay. I think that's about average for this movie. Mm-hmm. I was going to agree. I'd say like a 3.5. All right. Yeah. yeah. 
I definitely enjoyed this more than the other Asylum films. Like, it definitely grabbed my attention a bit more. And there yeah. was enough weird moments where you just didn't know what was going on yeah. that you accepted it. <laughs> and a little side point. Even though I didn't know the name of half the characters in the movie, they were still, like, mildly well-developed characters, surprisingly. So, I don't know. I mean, like, you sort of, you knew who all the characters were, for the most part, which, I mean, props Daughter. for this movie. Mom. Daughter. Mom. Suit guy. Suit guy. <laughs> like, they didn't Croft. get much development, but at least you could tell there was, like, a difference from the beginning into the end, but you still know who they are. Yeah, because at the beginning, I thought that there was going to be... Is gonna be too crowded with too many characters because they mm-hmm. introduced like a bus full of like eight interns. I'm like, that's too much for me. <laughs> but uh, by the end, it was actually not half bad because yeah. everyone got killed off. <laughs> okay, Amy, gonna, what would you say? I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna go 3.5. Yeah. Because it was, it was pretty good. There were just like a lot of questions yeah. unanswered. Um, but other than that, it had some really good moments. It was enjoyable to watch, surprisingly. It was real entertaining. Like, I wasn't bored at all mm-hmm. throughout the movie, which is always good for yeah. watching. So, 3.5, 3.5, and 4. Yeah. It's, like, pretty good consensus here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, if you have seen this movie, or if you have any other movies that you want to recommend to us, uh, you can reach us through email. We are badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com, or on Twitter, our handle is at bmspodcast. So just hit us up if you have uh, anything to say. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Bad Movie Sunday. And we will see you next, next week. All right, bye.